Welcome back to this fruitless endeavor. I'm Rebecca. I'm your host, and this is what we're going to do today. Hey guys, it's been a minute. Um, I think I haven't recorded a podcast since about October. And as you know, crazy shit's been happening. So I haven't really gotten a chance to record. Um, Honestly, I changed back to my old apartment. I think I've talked about that. Since then, I've not really had a day off where I was alone and could record a podcast. I was getting interrupted by various people, dogs, cars driving by. Um, It was frustrating and I wasn't able to do it. There were other things too, stuff that um, I didn't really want to talk about in my podcast, but was literally the only thing on my mind. So it was like, eh, you know, I just didn't record one. Uh, you'll probably get interrupted multiple times tonight. And at this point, I don't give a fuck because I just really need to um, talk about shit. Because, uh, you know, stuff's crazy right now. It is insane. Like, there is literally nothing open. Jordan and I snuck out of the house over the weekend. We, uh, snuck out for a ride. We didn't go into any stores or anything, but, uh, we, you know, drove around just to get out of the house for like 10 minutes. Cause it's insane. We were actually gone for much longer than that. Cause we drove up 75, um, to Miamisburg, looked at Dayton mall and it's empty parking lots, came down 741, got on 71, came home. Um, so we went for, we went for quite a drive, uh, just to see something that wasn't these walls. Um, I've been working from home for two weeks and, uh, I remember back in the day working in the office. Oh, what a brilliant thing that was. Um, I remember thinking, or even talking about it, like, Hey, you know what I could do? I could investigate the fuck out of some credit card fraud at home. You want to know a secret? No, the fuck I can't. I really can't. I can't stay focused to save my life. And maybe it's everything else, but, um, yeah, it's not working for me. Um, I actually took a half day yesterday and the whole day today just to like some sort of sanity break. Um, and I did for a little while. I got some pictures taken and all that good stuff. You know, did some me stuff for a change. Um, but I've been really dealing with the anxiety monster. And one of the things about the type of anxiety that I have is not that I don't want to be around people. I do want to be around people. I want to be around people and I want people to like me. In that, I have a, I have a bravado, if you will. She's loud. She's obnoxious. She tells jokes. Um, she pretty much takes over anytime I'm anxious. Um, defense mechanism um, that I developed probably in middle school. Um, kept me from getting my ass kicked. Um, Sometimes it provocated the ass kicking, but for more, for the most part, I could make a joke. They'd start laughing with me instead of at me, you know, it was a defense mechanism. So I do that when I'm uncomfortable, which is most of the time. So I generally come off pretty confident, to be honest with you. People think I don't give a fuck. Um, and for the most part, I don't give a fuck, but at the same time I do, um, One of the things that it does to me is that I'm not able to tell when people like me. And it is my default opinion that most people don't like me. They tolerate me um, or are just being nice to me. 
this creates some friction often because I'm not able to read cues until after the fact. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I promise I don't have Corona. I don't. I've not been running a fever. Got some allergies going on because it is spring. Um, I'm probably not drinking as much water as I should be. I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. So if you hear some gulping, I am so sorry. But, um, so yeah, this, um, type of social anxiety that I have is kind of weird because I kind of need constant hmm, verification, I guess, that a person likes me. But I also don't want to come off as clingy, so I don't ask for it. I don't ask for the validation that, hey, you think I'm cool, right? Because that would annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> I mean, I generally like most people. There are people that I tolerate, and I'm just like, whatever. Um, but you'll know the difference. You will. Um, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like, pretty much if you think I feel a certain way, that's probably how I fucking feel. Um, pretty friendly. Really like people. Pretty friendly to most people. Because it's fun, and I like to be around people. Now I'm just rambling. Ugh. Okay, so basically... When people are nice to me, I can't tell if they're just being nice to me or if they genuinely like me. I operate under the assumption that they're just tolerating me or just being nice to me. Um, when I really like people, I'm not comfortable telling them that I really like them. It's one of those things that I, I'm afraid if I tell them that I like them, they're going to be like, oh, and then, you know, go away. So I generally don't tell people that I like them. I'm usually sitting there in all of these social situations being like, do they like me? Did I just say the wrong thing? Was that the right thing to say? Oh my God, did I just tell them that? And then I overshare and then I pull back and then I overshare and I pull back and ah, it's kind of frustrating for me. And I wonder if it's frustrating for other people. Sometimes I think it is. This creates sometimes some... Uh, miscommunications and some misunderstandings and some bad feelings and I hate that I really fucking hate that the other thing about it is, is when I feel backed into a corner and I'm really nervous about the fact that maybe somebody likes me maybe they don't um I say the wrong things I say the wrong the absolute wrongest things at the wrongest times like half the time um so basically, I found myself in a situation um, where um, I've spent a decent amount of time with someone, had some great conversations, um, and uh, a misunderstanding happened. Um, for some reason, the timing was all off on a day we didn't get to talk. I really wanted to talk to that person. Um, I didn't get to. Um, I chalked it up to uh, bad timing. You know, just things didn't work out that day. Um, but this person, I guess, felt like I wasn't talking to them anymore. Um, so they stopped talking to me. Now me, I'm thinking, oh shit, they stopped talking to me. They hate me. Um, okay. <laughs> and there's the other thing. I'm not going to come up and be like, hey, you mad at me? <laughs> um. 
because I'm just going to assume that you are. I'm just going to assume that you don't like me anymore and I'm going to stay away from you. Now, granted, in this particular situation, that was not something that I wanted to do. Um, I really like this person. I really want this person to like me. Um, I thought they needed time. Um, initially when they, when I noticed that they were angry, I'm like, well, surely I'm not important enough for them to be angry at me. That was my first thought. Then it was clear this person was angry at me and I didn't go and say, Hey, why are you angry at me? And I probably should have, um, this whole situation would be pretty much not where it is right now. Um, but I didn't, I didn't do that. Um, I gave them their space because I thought that's what they needed. Um, there are a handful of people who I will be like, Hey, you mad at me? Or, Hey, I'm feeling a little neglected. Um, there aren't many people that I do that to. Um, just a handful of people. So, and that honestly didn't come like straight away. Uh, you know, this is after, you know, many talks with these people and they understand that I do need that validation. Again, with new people, I'm not going to seek that validation because I don't want to seem clingy. It's usually, if we're really good friends, I'm going to be like, so here's this deal about me. I think you hate me. I know you don't. But my anxiety monster, and let me tell you, my anxiety monster is a bitch. She's a whole fucking bitch. Like, I'll go to work thinking I'm looking cute. My makeup looks nice. My clothes look nice. I look in the mirror at work and this bitch is like, girl, why do you think you look cute? You're not cute. Oh, you think they like you? They don't like you. They're just tolerating you. They're going to leave as soon as they get tired of you. So this is the internal voice in my head. I try not to listen to her. But sometimes it's hard, particularly um, when certain things already have me feeling a little self-conscious about myself. And there's been a few things recently that have made me feel a little self-conscious about myself. Um, I realize now, looking back, that the cues were all there that this person genuinely liked me. But for some reason, I couldn't believe that. Um, we had a little argument about who ghosted who, basically. Um, I thought it was them. They thought it was me. I said a couple of things that came out wrong, um, gave the wrong impression of my intentions within this situation. <laughs> Um, that made them angry and they blocked me on everything. And when I say everything, they blocked me on everything. So now not only have they finally told me, Hey, I like you, but fuck you. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling some kind of way about that right now. Um, because I really, 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 really like this person. Um, I felt an instant connection with them. And you know how you get that? You know how you get that? You're, you're my person. Um, 
yeah, it was kind of like that, like, I don't know what it is about you, but I need to know about you. And um, we would learn things about each other, and I just want more. Um, and here's the thing. I didn't want to stop talking to this person, even when I thought they were angry with me and or I knew that they were angry at me, just didn't know why. Um, I didn't want to stop talking to them. It drove me insane. I wanted to know why they were angry at me. Now I know, but I can't fix it. And um, I really want to fix it, but he won't let me fix it. And um, so that's got me feeling all kind of way because I'm already feeling isolated being in quarantine. And I'm away from my friends at work, my, my social support network who help me and make me feel better. Um, and I'm giving them way, way too much work right now um, because of this uh, via internet. And um, uh, I appreciate those of my friends who are, you know, in my DMs listening to me lament or even a couple of times in person, you know, been there just so that I have a person present so that I'm not crying my eyes out because it's where I'm, where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm still in that, um, that situation. And I also have OCD, but I'm not compulsive, which is good because compulsivity is kind of like scary. It can be scary. I am obsessive. Um, so, and this, this, it's a double-edged sword really. Um, because with the obsessive, with the obsessive behavior, um, if I find a thing that I like, I want it all the time. Um, <clears throat> want it all the time. Um, also when I get a bad thought in my head, it won't go away. That's just there. So that is also a component in, um, the situation because every time I would think, oh, this person likes me. I think this person likes me. Of course, my obsessive anxiety monsters, like, no, bitch, he does not. He does absolutely not like you. You're stupid for thinking that. And again, like, it's relentless because of the obsessive nature um, that I'm clearly not worthy of this person's friendship. So when things kind of fell apart, the communication, like how to break, um, I closed off, you know, in my mind, he wanted me to leave him alone. He didn't want anything to do with me ever again. And I was going to give that to him at least for a little while and let him, you know, have some time. And then we started talking again and it wasn't like where we were talking but we were talking again and I was so excited and um so I got sent home from work um with my computer and I've been working at home um I sent him a message about work um probably really didn't need to text to text him about it but uh I wanted to text him <laughs> um so I sent him a, a you know message over work Skype to say hey I got this you know, case of yours and what do you want me to do with it? Basically. Um, we talked about that. And then, uh, later I said, good night when it was time to sign off, you know, I'm trying to open 
that communication back up because I loved every minute of the time that we spent together. It was amazing. It was fun. It was exciting. It was cool. Um, despite being like ridiculously nervous around this person, um, I also felt comfortable. It was a whole weird thing. Um, but again, when the communication broke, my inclination was, okay, he doesn't like me anymore. Um, something I did, something I said, uh, and even still, like, I'm like, maybe I should talk to him. And of course, anxiety monsters like, no, why would you do that? If you talk to him, he's just going to reject you. He's just going to tell you you're a stupid old woman. He's just going to tell you to go away. He's just going to hurt your feelings. Um, and that's where I was. And then again, I said goodnight to him. He didn't respond. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. Um, when I get on the computer the next morning, oh, he had responded. <laughs> Wasn't great. Like, you know, he basically said, leave me alone. Like all of my fears that I'd had were being realized right then. But then there was this thing that he said. He said that you stopped talking to me abruptly. And it's like, no, I didn't. You know, I, I thought you did. Uh, you know, I'm trying to explain to this person that I didn't want to stop communicating with him at all. Um, you know, but my wording got stupid. I said things that didn't make sense or definitely in hindsight sound like something I didn't mean to say. Um, and, you know, he said, no, you stop talking to me. No, stop talking to me. Um, and, uh, you know, promptly blocked me on everything. Um, so, you know, so here I am stuck and I can't talk to this person. I can't explain myself. I can't, you know, fix the dumb things that came out of my mouth when I was trying to apologize. So yeah, there's me feeling completely and totally isolated times two. Um, Again, I appreciate my friends who have given me advice and everything. And they're like, give him time. He'll come around. And I hope that's the case. I'd like to be able to explain things to him. And, you know, maybe he'll... Because when I'm, you know, sitting here and I'm talking about it, I'm thinking he's feeling the same thing that I did. Clearly, he jumped to the exact same conclusion that I did when communication broke down. She doesn't want to talk to me anymore. And I did. And I wish he would know that. Um, I never wanted to stop talking to him. I wanted to talk to him that next morning. But when he walked in, I was on the phone. I wanted to talk to him the day after that. By that point, he was clearly avoiding me. Uh, because he was doing exactly the same things I was. Okay, fine. I won't talk to you then. Um, so, like... I feel like maybe if he knew that, maybe he would change his mind and we could start over, pick up where we left off. I'm cool with you there. Um, I, I feel like maybe his perception of things is not exactly as it should be. And that is partially my fault. Um, I just wish I had a chance to explain myself. and I don't. And I'm going to be honest with you, that obsessive nature in me can't let it go. <laughs> like I'm, I'm losing my shit over here because I just want to fix it. 
Um, I can't cook rice because I have control issues. I'm obsessed with wanting to stir that fucking pot and make sure that the rice is good when, you know, really you just need to leave rice alone. But there's the thing, like, I already thought I needed to leave him alone and let him simmer. And that was the wrong thing to do. And I'm having a hard time reconciling that that's the right thing to do now. Unfortunately, I have no choice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that I mean, that's what's going on with me. Thank you, Corona. I'm also drinking wine again, so I'm probably rambling. I don't know. Thank you for listening, if you're listening. Um, if, you know, you continue to listen to this nonsense as it comes out of my drunk mouth. I'm not drunk, I promise. I am I do, at this point, because I've had half a glass of wine, I do have a decent buzz. Um, again, I, I've, one of my problems with anxiety is I can't eat when I'm anxious, so I haven't really had enough to eat today. I should probably go eat something. Um, whether I want to or not. Um, but yeah, so that's where I am. It's kind of fucked up. I'm not having a great time in this coronavirus. So if you have an anxiety monster like mine who fucks your whole shit up for fun, it seems like it's just for fun. I don't even understand. Um, <laughs> let me know in fa on Facebook, into the page, my page, whatever. Um, I think you can even leave like a little message um, within the Anchor app where I record my podcasts and where some people do actually listen to it. Um, yeah, you can like record a message and, you know, we can talk about it in my next podcast, whenever the fuck that might be. I'm hoping that it will be in a week. Being stuck at home, I do need a creative outlet to uh, express myself and not feel quite so motherfucking alone. Um. So yeah, hit me up. Let me know how the anxiety monster in your life has fucked your shit up. It might make me feel better. And uh, might make you feel better too. Thanks guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to This Fruitless Endeavor. This Fruitless Endeavor was brought to you by Anchor.fm where you can make your own podcast. You can also find This Fruitless Endeavor on Facebook, Twitter, Discord, and Skype. Thanks, guys. See you later.